0: What's up everybody? Hi, I am so excited. I am bringing a brand new kind of episode to you. And this one is recorded with myself, my friend Janet, and my friend Alona. So we started this thing uh, called Yoga Now, and it's essentially like a live podcast show. And you totally have the ability to join us if you'd like. We're recording every single Friday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, So if you wanna join us, that's great. The topic of discussion, I guess, or what we're doing is everything yoga. So, if you have questions about Om, about Namaste, about different inversions, how do I actually do a downward dog? Um, what is Shiva? Who is Shakti? So. Some of these things, these common questions that I think come up as you start practicing yoga, um, or even if you're brand new to yoga, this is the perfect opportunity for you to write in or jo- join us live and ask your questions. Uh, so, this has been really exciting. This is the second one that we've recorded, and it was really fun, really lighthearted. We talked about how to use blocks, how to use straps. Uh, we talked about, we got a little bit deeper into all the different kinds of yoga. Uh, so, if you're interested, feel free to join us live or write us. Um, in your questions, and I'll be more than happy to bring it to the call. I'm going to put all of the details down below in the description. So if you do want to join us live, all the information is there, but either way, this is a super fun episode and every so often I will be releasing these as part of the podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy. And also, so this this, uh, recording, this, this live podcast that we're doing is called yoga now. And if you want to join us for our free yoga classes, uh, join the yoga here, Facebook page. So if you notice it's yoga here, yoga now, I know pretty awesome. (laughs) And they're all free and donation based. So You don't have to pay for yoga. If you want, you could just join, hop on the Zoom. It's the same Zoom number that's going to be below. Uh, And we're teaching about 12 classes a week right now. So there's almost two classes every single day. So if you want to join, we'd be more than happy to have you with us. I would love to have you in my class. How cool is that, that I'd be able to teach people yoga that are on the other side of the planet that I wouldn't ever normally get to see? So join us for yoga here. Join us for yoga now. And um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hi,
1: happy Friday. Cool, um, yeah. So we're back again, doing a bit of yoga talk. I was thinking about yogis yacking. Does that sound weird? Yogi's yacking. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I think that sounds quite weird. Um, <laughs> I don't know that word. <laughs> All right, what, about, go, oh,
0: what? I'm sorry. I just thought of an awesome idea. No, what about yoga now?
1: Yoga now. That's quite yeah. cool. Because you have
0: yoga here and yoga now.
1: Yeah. No, actually, I quite like that.
0: Oh, cool. And you don't have – it's okay. Just – it came. So I, <laughs> I had to. I, I had to that. let it out.
1: <laughs> with that introduction, it totally needs to be, like, somewhere. Yoga here and now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Cool. All right. Let's go ahead and ground for a minute. So we'll start off with our little – just – Couple breathing. You know what? Let's do um, let's do naughty shoot on, Hey, should we start off balancing man- masculine and feminine? Yes. Do we know? Okay. So I'll talk it through it just in case anybody is not sure what it is. Um, I was taught left hand goes in the lap, right hand, middle finger, third eye, the thumb operates the. I have to look at my wrist to figure out which hand. The right nostril. Ring finger operates the left nostril. Um, And so, does that make sense? (laughs) Middle finger, third eye, thumb to right, yeah. Ring finger to left. Cool, okay. So release both nostrils for now. And I'm gonna talk through the first one because it's hard to talk and breathe at the same time. But thumb, off, middle finger here, release both nostrils. So we're gonna take a deep inhale through the nose. And then exhale out the mouth. One more just like that. Inhale through the nose. And then exhale out your mouth. Place your ring finger on your left nostril and breathe in through your right nostril. Inhale. Use your thumb to close off your right so both nostrils are closed. Hold the breath for one, two, three. Release your ring finger. Breathe out your left nostril all the way out. Now, you're gonna breathe back in through your left nostril. Thumb is still on the right. Close both sides. Hold the breath. Three, two, one. Release your thumb. Only breathe out through the right nostril. So, that's one round. Let's do three more. In through the right. Close, hold. Two, three, release ring finger out through the left. In through the left. Close and hold. Three, two, one, out through the right. That's two rounds, two more, inhale. Choose your own count. If one that's a little bit longer serves you, go for a little bit longer. Remember to hold at the top. Exhale through the left. Back in through the left. Close and hold. When you're ready, out through the right. Last one. And when you've completed, just place your hands in your lap, close your eyes, and just observe the flow of breath. Feel the cool, crisp air on the inhale in the nostrils. Notice the warm air on the exhale. Bring the hands to heart center. Gently bow your chin to your chest. As we honor the breath, the balance that it brings and the life. Namaste. 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 It's one of my favorite to teach.
0: (laughs) It was fun. My left was a little clogged. I got worried for a second. <laughs> <laughs> come on,
2: come on, left side. <laughs> but it's so powerful. It really quickly really grounds you, right?
1: Totally.
2: Yes. It's a nice
1: balance. Um, and, and I love that check in, right? Left side, feminine, soft, right? The, the right side, that masculine, powerful energy. And it really does balance out the yin and the yang of the body. And, and it's an interesting, like, I don't know, note to self, I guess, if you will, on like why is the left side feeling a little blocked? I don't know. But it, it really brings it all and balances off the Shiva and Shakti or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The great opposites. <clears throat> this might be a yes. dumb question. I uh, <laughs> Don't think there is any. Who is
0: Shiva? Who is Shakti? Which one's masculine, which one's feminine?
1: Shiva. I think I'm feminine.
2: To the okay. best of my knowledge. Shiva is the masculine and Shakti is the feminine. See, I guess I didn't know.
0: <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, I actually couldn't even tell you a lot about Shiva.
2: Sure. So, we are gonna go that far it's like a lot and um what i remember uh, about studying that is shiva is the masculine and shakti is the energy that moves everything you know that gives it flow life yeah Um, but i don't want to go deep because (laughs) i can't i don't know that much but yes definitely it's the and my if i remember right there is between shiva and shakti right now i don't remember the sanskrit word but there is uh something in between something between them that connects that makes it all makes all the maya all the reality so it's beautiful yeah. and it's it also of course when you read it it's like makes sense in in astronomy astrology and science and you know absolutely amazing amazing i wrote it down where i'm gonna do a little like digging yes we all will definitely yes. after that next, next time, time next time we all will have something to say about shiva and shakti because okay. whatever it was we just channeled it yeah that's yeah. the homework yogis hmm. yeah i shiva.
3: can add something yeah hi, uh, hi well hi, <laughs> Evie. hi girls um <laughs> I just want to share something that I know about this. Uh, that Shiva uh, is like Shivalingam. It's the complete name. It's the masculine force of the universe, and Shakti is like the the feminine aspect of God. Is the energy that uh, contains the universe. It's the same energy, but the feminine is like most like container and and Shiva is the power that makes action. Mm. It's the same, yeah. but it's like the two phase of the coin. Mm-hmm. And and Shakti is like Vishwa Shakti. It, it's thats that is that that is all that i know
2: (laughs) it's definitely hard to it's you know for me it's also it's just you can feel it you know it in your heart and also you know it's like with sanskrit it's it's so hard to explain it to just give it a form right when it's inside when it's it's all about science and energy. It's like just explain me mathematics like (laughs) i don't know you, you really have to uh Think about it and be prepared. So that's beautiful. Let's do that as our little homework. Evie, Janet, Danny, let's next time have a little information, something good from each of us. So great. Yeah. I
0: love that. So right. exciting.
2: Yeah. All right. <laughs>
1: awesome. Danny, did you get any questions about uh, anything on your? I
0: know you got one. I did? Let me just check. (laughs) Let me see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to find it. (laughs) I like do these things and I'm like, hey, this looks like a good idea. And then I actually don't know what to do with it. Oh, but Four Sigmatic, my mushroom coffee, they liked my thing that I, I tagged them today.
1: They're a great company. I love oh. Four Sigmatic. <clears throat> awesome. So oh. one, like, I guess one thing that I wanted to, i that's what I put on your thing, one question, oh. um, is I guess like as a teacher, if someone wanted to come up to you, what, like I'd say, like I see people that grab yoga blocks and straps and things like that, like what should I, should I use props? Should I not use props? like what would you how would you tell somebody who was fairly new to boss like what they should grab or what a block for is a block because they can't touch their toes or like why what are yoga props and why are they why are they important in a practice or not important i guess would be a good question like if someone were to ask you what would you say
2: so i would always i always go yes grab two blocks grab a strap it takes you only you know a few seconds to take take it and put it next to your mat and it works both ways whether you are a teacher or a student or whatever level you are on and can be to help you if you need to modify and we all have to there are days when you simply it's and not every day is the same day you know, same pasture yesterday might be completely different today. And it, it depends how much you're hydrated, how much did you stress, how much did you meditate that week, that day, you know, that moment. So it can work this way when it helps you, but it also, as modification, it helps you to go deeper, right? To stretch more or add a black, you know, to your seated forward fold, whatever it is, right? Standing on a black in um for example, dancer pose, it's automatically also leveling up and more of balance. So it's hotter. So I'm always up for it. Don't worry about it. If the class, if you take two blocks and you take a strap and class doesn't require, that's fine. They you you just put it back and yeah. It's perfect always.
0: Yeah, I What do you think? I would say totally grab a block. Um, it brings the floor closer to you. You know, like if you need, or if yeah. you need to like, yeah, I, I had like a resistance about blocks. I was like, I got this, but I just ordered some blocks off Amazon because I'm now seeing the benefit of the block and the strap. And I want and. I'm excited for a strap because I want to get a better, um, you know, dancer pose. And I'm, I'm now learning how to deepen my poses on my own. So it's actually more exciting to have props at home that you can kind of play with.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I also think, you know, you, with a strap, you can go to your destination with alignment. You know, you're not just pushing yourself crazy going on with misalignment with your hips etc because you cannot you you need that strap you need reaching further yes yeah no i like that i think that's super important as
1: well especially um in alignment and safety and especially at home right because you don't have that teacher eye straight on you which is part of why i do love our classes but it still makes it challenging we can't see everybody all the time yeah. um But yeah, especially at home is to give yourself that little advantage to just be in that like, I hate to use the word safe because nothing's ever actually safe or unsafe, right? But to be in that better space and more comfortable space, 100%. Alona, do you have a strap? I do. You do. Danny, when you get your strap, I want to have like uh, three favorite ways to use our strap call. Hi. Because I'm like strap love. Uh, I love yoga straps. <laughs> I'll just leave it in that. <laughs> <laughs> that can go really weird. We we'll just leave it at yoga straps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be super fun.
0: That would so, be very fun. Aluna,
1: what's your
2: favorite way to use a block? To use a block? Yeah. Well, I really love a black um camel pose chair okay. pose let's let's start with the chair it's just it uh, actually adds um a level to it because you are you have to squeeze that black and, and and you're really really engaging so that would be the one it, there's so many dancer posts standing on a black eagle pose on a black oh my goodness
1: um, oh that's the ankle roller for me we will we'll leave that one alone So what do you do? What do you do with the block and chair pose? Like, how do you do? You stand on it, or what? Like, what are you?
2: No. So in a chair chair pose, you put it in between your thighs. Mm -hmm. You squeeze it. So it actually gives you because the black is a perfect. It's just a perfect shape. So if you take your black you put it vertically. Let's call it between your thighs. Then you squeeze your thighs, and it this distance gives you exact distance uh, between your hips right so it's like even when you stand the proper posture actually is not bringing your feet together to touch it's one fist apart between your feet that is the perfect alignment so uh that automatically puts you in that alignment and you know when you're getting tired you're not going out of alignment because you know your your like your knees are collapsing you're still keeping that energy you know so um yeah in, in a chair that would be that definitely yeah. you can also put it uh, you can stand on it that will give you automatically mm-hmm. balance and if you want to do drinking bird that's a lot more yeah and camel you also put it between your, your thighs okay? same thing same thing and it's Perfect. also not all in this so so in camel it more of gives you support so in chair it gives you more um you need to put more power into it. And in camel, because camel is really, really hard posture. And it's quite dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. And especially if you're doing it without a teacher in a room. So you have to be really, really careful, really, really uh, mindful. And that black definitely, I have lower back issues. I always had since I was a child. So that's something that I wouldn't never do my camel and go so deep as I am today comparison years ago without the block so definitely
1: awesome yeah i agree danny block favorite ways yeah when and how what do you do
0: blitz i like two on the sides Cause when And that's when I started to like, all right, I could do this block thing. Oh, hi, Bane. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I actually was able to go lower and support myself. And I was like, okay, cool. So that way and meditation. The first time I sat on a block and had my hips el- elevated and my knees crossed, I was like, yes, I am very comfortable. I didn't. <laughs> I remember
1: that. I remember that same sensation. We need to sit on a block. What's it going to be? Like, Oh, look at that. Actually, my Uh, knees kind of fall a little bit (laughs) in my ears. Yeah.
0: So I was like, my back doesn't hurt. I could probably sit here for a good hour before I need to move. So that was like.
1: So I have a question for you on that one. We're all going to see that I'm wearing like these really ridiculous short shorts right now, but I'm just going to take you off and I'm going to show you. Okay. So if you're sitting on a block, Mm -hmm. can you see my butt? <laughs> I like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to put this on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So some people this is really hard by the way. Some people like to sit really high, right? Uh-huh. I personally almost on like it. the front edge. Uh. Well, I can't see which way I'm actually angling this. I'm thinking I'm making it worse. Does that make sense though? Enough of yeah. my butts.
0: Yeah this is I have a meditation cushion
1: yeah
2: Well, you, you can't still, see
1: it yeah
2: I myself I usually sit without it's without? Just, just mm-hmm yeah your hips are, are fine with
1: it
2: are, oh pretty open yes
1: mine That's are good. definitely not not yet
2: that's better not yet yeah not yet that's why you're wow. actually you're pushing your <laughs> black every time you're going you're opening more and more and more with time you know the black is is getting lower and lower but although like danny said if you want to sit couple of hours definitely even just roll a little blanket your hoodie whatever it is it will help and um it's much much better yeah, it's just for me. I would sit, and then it would it would be half an hour, and then or or forty five minutes, and then I'm thinking, oh, okay, it's it's better for my back to put it put it up.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah for sure. And,
1: and hips are one of those things. I mean, this is six years in the making, right? And and hips are one of those things that they're on their own agenda. They're in their own time. Hamstrings, I think, are a little bit more forgiving. Shoulders, I think, are a little more forgiving. Maybe even spine, but hips. There's actually, I had a teacher one time that said, listen, your hips are not actually opening. Um, they don't change. They don't stretch. They don't move. What you're kind of born with and what you grow into is what they are. Um, I don't know that I fully agree with that. I would need a little bit more because <clears throat> I know that my half pigeon is getting a little deeper in the last five years, um, nowhere near what I want it to be, but it doesn't really matter, right? It's just a matter of being in that space. So, so that's fine. But um, what's your favorite way to use a block? I really like blocks in half pigeon. Like that's a big thing for me because it is a direction in which I would like to go. So I feel like having the extra support I can really relax into half pigeon. Um, Plus half pigeon puts a little pressure on my knee. It's really only the right one, the left one is okay. So I usually have a block under my right hip. Um, And that's for more support so that I can relax into the pose but also like it over the edges of my feet so I can deepen my forward fold. Um, and uh, actually, oh, I was gonna say, I just had a really good one in my head. Shoulder strength is one of my favorites. So I grab the block and then just by, like that's way too close, but just by like squeezing it, you know, and so that it's really tight
2: in my hand, and just really activating the chest and shoulder muscles for like those mm-hmm. minor. And this one also leveling leveling it up because you it's much harder to to really because you are in such an alignment and and yes,
1: yeah, and just that lock in and, and placement of your shoulders. Yeah, that would be mine. What about uh, people who don't have a block at home? Any suggestions?
0: <laughs> I use my my cards, my moon oracle cards. It's like, a okay. thick de- it's kind of like a book. It's like a thick deck, like a little box.
2: That's yeah. pretty, it's pretty thick. Yeah. Yeah. I would say anything stable, uh, a big book stack. I wouldn't, some people say stack of books, but I think, you know, it's kind of dangerous if you're, what it depends what you're doing. You know, you put a stack of books somewhere and it just can collapse. I guess anything that it's kind of in a shape of black. Yeah. Or gives you that distance uh, between your hand and your floor, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Evie, what do you think
1: about blocks? Do you have a favorite way um,
3: to use them? I never use them, uh, to be honest, but I think they're well, this is new for me, so they are all the same side or you have different kind of sides?
1: Oh, yeah. well, that's a really awesome question um no all every maker has a different um size right so there's lots of different size blocks Um, and some studios will have different sizes so if you are grabbing two you want to be sure that they're the same right especially if you're going to stand on them or do them at this use them at the same time that you want to make sure that they're same and then there's lots of different materials too so alona hold your block up
2: So my blog is, I have a blog that are very standard, like in every almost 90 something percent of the studios and in stores, you will have this one. You have a lot of different one. You have a little taller and, and um, so I, I, I don't, I'm going to like, I know the studios I've
1: taught at all have a few different sizes and styles. Um, Mine are fairly close. These are the only two that I have. Um, but they're foamy. And I think the one you have is a lot thicker and, and sturdier. This one is yes. probably something you would get at Walmart. Not that there's anything wrong with Walmart, but, you know, on the low end of cost. Let's just say that.
3: Um, I, I think there are also, it's like, brings the floor to you when you can yeah. touch it. And...
1: Yeah. And there's, you know, we forget how many different sizes and levels there are right there's three so oh supported bridge that's my bread and butter hits mm-hmm. up on this guy <sighs> i'm out oh. <laughs> supported bridge anytime i can get my hands on it i mean yeah um but no that's a really awesome question so there are different sizes that one is pretty standard but what
0: i i just had a funny thought about? it wasn't about you it was about me falling asleep in class because when you were like oh i'm out i pictured myself freaking fish pose just conked out like so sorry
1: we know how danny likes blocks in fish pose
0: <laughs> don't put me in fish at the end of the day i'm done
1: <laughs> oh my gosh that's awesome that's awesome
3: and <laughs> <laughs> that was a good class it was a good yin class obviously <laughs> yeah. and you can but you may use the strap and the blocks together and you try to do that kind of exercise or just separate
2: yeah go ahead so you know it depends what you're doing but usually it's separate because you're working you don't want to go crazy when because when you use a strap and you use a black that automatically tells you that you're not vinyasa flow right you don't flow it you're you're kind of doing ashtanga you're keeping posture you're building strength you're building muscle so you're doing for as long as you can for as many breaths as you can of course you can, if we go into that game, you can do step on the black and do the dancer with the strap and stay there, right? But usually I would say like, if, if, if I'm the teacher, I don't combine it. It's just, it's like level up, level three, level four, where there's only really... Well, so there's a, there's
1: a style of yoga, um, and it's one of my passions, but it's my understanding it's a 15-year course. I don't have that much time left in my life. (laughs) I mean, I do, but um, it's one of my absolute favorites. called Iyengar yoga. Um, And it's not flowy. It's not dancey. It's not vinyasa flow at all. Um, It absolutely straps and blocks. And I mean, we're talking three straps, right? And we're talking eight blocks. And we're talking body alignment, but not in a yin sort of way where we're just kind of hanging out and relaxing. Um, but it's a really powerful, it's all about tools and it's all about body alignment and, and finding the pose, um, in which you can be. And in fact, Danny had mentioned, uh, we were chatting earlier about studies. Um, and it's one of the most, like I'm, my blood's boiling, I'm getting really excited about this because it's one of the most powerful styles of yoga for healing your physical body um it, because you're you're set up in alignment and and it allows your body to really reform itself and really understand the body's design the way it's designed to move um which is a whole bunch of information i just realized how excited i got about this and just went with it um but it's a different style and you don't typically find it in studio classes because the people who teach iinga like i said it is a long process right so they're harder to find um it's not a 200 hour i don't even know i know we had some pretty amazing iinga teachers back in cape town but I, I dedicated life right to the way the body moves and all of that so if you find an iinga teacher in which you like stick with it man they're the best they've got all of this massive knowledge um in their head um and it's, it's a really cool story, the way Iinga came around. Um, and, and again, it's one of those like kind of step through, I don't know all the details, maybe, I don't know. Um, but we had yoga, was kind of came from one spot. And um, BKS Iinga actually had a lot of like physical ailments. And so Javi Joyce went one way is it, am I saying, am I getting it right? Like, oh man, <laughs> I failed teacher training, remember? and David Joyce went one way and created Ashtanga Yoga, and BKS Iyengah couldn't do Ashtanga because he had a lot of, I can't even remember specifically what they were, but um, physical issues with his body. So he created a whole different style of yoga, and it went the other way. So from anyways, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that out by the skin of my teeth, that's about all I know. Um, I mean, I, I do know more, so, like, it's coming off the top of my head. Um, so, yeah, like, it's super amazing. I really, I, I follow a couple of Iyenga students and Insta or in- teachers on Instagram, just because the, the
2: power and the way they teach is really cool. Um, it's a different way. I would also say you know that this when when you're talking about something uh, like that, this is a training, right? It's not just a practice when you come to studio three, four times a week, but you really you when when you do something like that, it's it's when you work with one teacher on a regular basis, it's a big thing, right? We're putting four straps on you and we are extending you, and it's really, really hardcore um, practice, training so yeah mm-hmm. yeah it, it can be it, there, yeah yeah it's a it's a really definitely definitely needs a lot of effort power top pass you know i don't know like the
1: closets i did they, they were good but they i didn't really i don't know like i feel like at the same time you're so supported and you're so in it that yeah there is a lot of strength involved but at the same time there's a lot of softness I guess I don't know I I haven't done a lot of it right it's it's very systematic so I don't know maybe it's, it's girl. Maybe, maybe maybe um where was I Cape Town <laughs> I'm like, where am I in the world I don't know it was a different story but yeah I don't know I love it it's quite fun
0: you know what I want to learn? That animal yoga. <laughs> the
1: animal yoga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should do wish. I have got the, the, Um. so you're talking about Budokan. Budokan. Budokan yoga, um, which is really fun. Um, yeah, I've got the primary series. I think I sent you a couple pictures, but I probably over like analyze it, I I feel like it's uh, the yoga's, it's, it's the Chinese version of the Indian yoga, because it's a lot of like, um, well I mean energy flow and energy movement, but it's like this warrior's like, state of being, and I don't know, it's, it's a really cool story, it's a lot of fun, it's very primal. So, yeah, that would be a fun one to play with if we ever want to get around and just, like, go through it. I've got an old primary series just after we do it.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah,
1: let's do it. I love it. Yes. But so instead of om, they say us. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's the same concept. It's that coming together, that noise, like preparing your body for movement, or in best case, it's a... I don't know. It's really cool. <laughs> I don't want to get too far into it today, but.
0: Is the ooze fast or, fast or slow?
1: It's is it hard. Like...
0: It's Ooh. a hard ooze. Okay. Ooze. okay. <laughs> cool.
1: I'm probably doing it wrong because I've only done it a few times, but yeah, it's a very like um, powerful breath push.
0: Mm. Love it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, there's oh. so many variations of this practice. It's unreal. They have forest yoga, which is really crazy. Synergy yoga, which is amazing. I what's mean, you forest? have these. What's that?
0: What's forest yoga?
1: So I thought you might like forest yoga, but it's actually, so her name is Anna Forrest. And this is how, uh, like, it's her um, creation and spin off. Uh, spin off is not the right word, but it's her style. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's gotten pretty big. So she's based out of New York. Uh, Budokan is in Miami, by the way. Okay. Uh, So I'm fully into going to play with Budokan.
0: (laughs) I got peace in Miami.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Um, Anna Forrest is in uh, New York. I think she's based out of New York or was at one point. They all travel the world. Um, And then we have I have lost it. Anyway, so her her style is very core centered. um, Also not very flowy. It can be like her um, sun A's are slightly different. They're a little bit more along the side of a very traditional Indian Sun A, where you kind of move into, um, like, Anjali Asana and then down. Um, but it's slightly different. Um, very core-oriented as far as, like, really strengthening. Um, and she has forced toes, which is like the dorsiflex, right? Point your, point your toes, fan point your foot, fan your toes. <laughs>
0: My hands have to do it too.
1: Point your Okay, let's see. You guys, we're getting all over this thing today. So, point your feet, fan your toes, right? Point oh your God. feet, fan your toes. So, the idea, <laughs> yes. If you point, if you're your leg and you point your foot, right, you're using your Well, you're using half of your leg muscles, but if you point your foot and then fan your toes, your entire leg is fully engaged now, like there's nothing left. Do you feel the difference? Yes. So the whole practice, think of doing um, warrior one with your toes peeling up off the mat. Think of doing um, every pose that you possibly do, but it's active feet. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's really cool. And if you think about it, your toes, Actually, strengthen your abs if you play with your toes a lot, your core gets stronger, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. I'm that's lazy. I'm all- I want a six pack by playing with my toes. <laughs> <laughs> lazy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, that's cool.
0: There's all um, different kinds of yoga.
1: There is. Um, Baron Baptiste is in California. Um, that's a whole nother. The flows that, that we kind of know very western flows are very Baptiste flows um vertical cliff coming back those are very 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 Baptiste style of yoga so yeah there's yoga everywhere like so many different styles
0: another question <laughs> <laughs> speaking of yoga things um different styles bikram bikram what is it why are people mad at him what happened
2: so Iqam, Iqam, uh, i will say what i know okay Iqam is the hot yoga the really really hot studio and it's it's um, there is no flow there's you know a lot of breathing a lot of slow movement keeping the postures, and again just like janet was saying you know there's a lot of yogis teachers there that you know, it's like a style. So, for example, when I have my classes, I have a certain style, certain tempo, certain music, right? Certain energy. And every of of those teachers, they come up with simply they still as as long as they're good teachers, as long as they know how to sequence, how to build, which posture should be first, which which posture should follow, etc. It's not just a monkey business. Then they right they they do their thing and they uh, add. Heat whatever it is for your healing as long as it's smart, and unfortunately, the guy not every not every yogi some yogis they lose their way, right some we are strong and and um and they have tapas, and some they simply you know I don't know what happened, doesn't matter, you know he's not he's just a guy that he, he did a great thing. He gave us some um, something, you know, that I did Bikram and I really like it. It's really, I really like it because it's so, you have to be really hydrated, but after this class it's, you feel so detoxified that uh, it's amazing, you know, and unfortunately the teacher lost his way you know didn't follow the eight limbs he simply got into his uh down but everybody has a second chance hopefully you know he will get up what do you
1: know janet about so, Bikram? there is a whole netflix um like this tiger thing but it's all about Bikram. um and, yeah, so it's a 26 posture is what it is each and every time, and it goes through, um, and it came really, really popular because, yeah, like, people, it was something new. This heat thing was kind of new. Um, For me, it's – I can't even remember the, the temperature because it was in Celsius when I was teaching it and doing it. Um, but it's uh, – there's a lot of humidity involved, and it's it's quite intense. Like, if you're sensitive to heat, it's not – I don't know. It's quite intense. Um, but yeah, so it's a 26 posture. Um, you start off with breathing, you hold the postures for, I think it was, it's not five breaths, but it was maybe, I don't know, whatever it was. I can't remember. Also have the whole series. So if you want to try Bikram, we. Can, <laughs> although you're not allowed, legally allowed to call it Bikram um, because he's, he's patented, he's coined it, he's whatever. So we can't actually call it unless we've gone through his, I think it's actually, unless he's teaching it. I, I could be wrong. Like, I don't know the details of the legal side of it. Um, but in South Africa, we weren't covered under that. So we still called it Big Room. <laughs> so I always like, I did a hot bus because I do enjoy some hot yoga and there's hot vinyasa. So it's like, oh, I'm going to go to a hot bus. For me, it didn't feel good in my body, the one posture to the, to the next. Um, and there were different variations. I didn't really enjoy it just for that reason. But being detoxified 100%, like, super, you know, in, in any hot glass, I think, because you're just sweating so much. Um, I remember I did a hot glass, and I had my lashes on from a show I did, and they were like falling on my face, and it was stinging, you know, that like lash glue that gets in your eyes, and I was literally like, I can't see anything, but I'm hoping I'm doing this right, because it was so hot. It was just all that lash of the glue it was awful. Anyways, um, no, so the story goes, and I don't know, the story goes is that he he got a little crazy. Everything, like, blew up, right? This was such an amazing thing that he brought to California. Um, yeah, and there was, like, some shady stuff that was going on. he him and students and the whole bits, and it just became, you know, driving big, fancy cars. And um, I think there was just that, like, that pull of, like, this isn't what yoga is about, and he's calling it yoga, and that's just different, um, but like I said, the details are all in Netflix, I haven't really watched it, because, uh, I'm not even really a TV person anyways, but, um, yeah, so, so that's, that's what I know about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he's an amazing man, and it is amazing practice, and he did do very well, um some people love it. it's like it's like running. Some people love it, some people hate it, right? Like that's just what it all is at the end of the day.
2: <laughs> so how about now let's talk about that strap? Which pastures are really good that we would recommend to work with a strap? Danny, you go. Um <laughs> Which- which posture do you like to use oh you don't have a strap i mean (laughs) i was just like shifting
0: gears my brain (laughs)
1: Like, all right second let's go (laughs) i think alona was done with bikram (laughs) i know we're gonna hit Vikram with the strap no i'm just kidding totally teasing oops um,
0: so the only, I've only done the strap a couple times. One was dancer and I like it cause you can kind of walk your hands up. I thought that was pretty cool. And I also used it in a yin class in a, in a, in a IT band stretch. So like your foot came across this way with the strap and that was pretty helpful. I could feel the whole side of my leg just not liking me actually for a second,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was good.
1: Alona, what about you? Your question, your strap, what you got?
2: So today I would uh, give it a shout for strap in chaturanga. That is one of really, really good ones. When I have my yeah. strap that yeah, was really good. Cool. Really awesome. okay. Yes, it's chaturanga is so hard, and literally 90% in a class they're doing it wrong. And many times it's it's so easy to do it wrong that we as teachers, when we get sloppy or tired, instead of just skipping it, we are pushing and we are doing it wrong. So one of that that was on my teacher training, my chaturangas were 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 really off so my teachers they they taught me to do that you put your strap in the width of your shoulders right
3: so from here
2: when you go it's supposed to be a little, little more so from here when you are practicing your chaturangas your your elbows they can't escape and you are really working what should be worked on. So uh, and then for then you today, put it down, where
1: that strap hits, right at, right below your like right between mid mid rib cage, right at the yes, floor
2: and floor it floor also floor will won't let you go, especially when you're in training. You, it won't let you go more than um, more than uh, 90 degrees. Is it 90 degrees?
1: Yeah. Shoulder below. Yeah. So yes. your shoulder, elbow stay. Yep. That's a great one. I love that one. But then again, it, it does you know—it does depend on the class because you have to stop the class <laughs> for everyone to get into their strap and then you have to stop the class to get
2: out of the strap and keep going. <laughs> so, we did that actually in the beginners, uh, in the level one, we did have this moment when we would, Danny and I, we worked in the same studios. So we would stop the class, we would do the chaturanga demo. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you are level, for your teacher, you do doing your th- whole thing, you can you keep, you know, uh, they usually would keep a high plank, you know, or something, but you, but other ke- other students, and I think it's so important in a big studio class is to do that, stop yeah. it, and show them, and talk to them, and demonstrate, you know, it's not just let's do Zumba, everybody moves as they want, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's been a few classes where I've
1: like, okay, we're all gonna stop for a minute. <laughs> you just notice some people, and you're like, it's more likely that they you know, more people need that extra little bit. I also use the block if the, especially if I don't have. I know not everyone has straps, but the block is a really great way to not go below that 90 point as well. So you put your hand behind your block, and then when you come down, your shoulder taps in. It. It's a really great way to get that distance
0: so yeah my goodness when I finally learned how to do a chaturanga right I felt like an idiot because for like a year I was doing it so wrong because I saw this girl who I thought was really good at yoga and she was swooping so from she was coming all the way down and so I was doing it that way and then I went to and I like why I felt like an idiot was because in class prior to learning actually how to do it I was like I got this I felt I felt great about my chaturangas.
1: Yeah. You know, there's three ways to do it. I say there's more than three, but there's three main ways to do a chaturanga. And one of them is chin and chest with your bum in the air. Oh. And then you come through, but it's not one that you would practice in a vinyasa flow consistently. It's more of a transition. um, And especially
2: if you're building practice. And Uh, also, I think you have to first know that the... classical one so you have the muscles you have the alignment and from here you can go there it's like level up next step so it's like I you know you cannot interrupt. just go from point a to c without b because somewhere th- something will collapse right so i actually teach it the other way i will teach this as the very basic first and then it will teach
1: from the knees whereas your elbows wrap in right and then we have our chin chest here i don't know am i still on the screen <laughs> <laughs> so, chin and chest, elbows wrapped in, and then from here, push forward.
3: Oh, my God, that feels amazing.
1: Hang out, hang out here for a minute. i done. So, okay, that's be my, like, breakdown, because what happens otherwise is even from the knees, if you're not strong enough, for one, your elbows can splay easily, but for two, if you're coming down, a lot of times this starts to kind of happen, and then people don't really, you know what I mean, lower back drops. So, yeah. for me, I always start with that chin, chest, butt up, and then come through, which is probably maybe what people have seen, and then just kind of put it together. Okay. I don't know. But. Go. And I'm, I'm glad
0: that you made it the, about the low back. For a while, also, I was getting lazy in my core with my chaturangas, and I was practicing yoga a lot, in the hot rooms a lot, and uh, I was... Like, my core was getting lazy, so my lower back would dump, sort of. Mm-hmm. And for the week, like, I was like, my freaking back. And, and it was because I wasn't keeping my core in. And that was a big, huge lesson for me,
1: too, was, you know, keep it tight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so important. Just the pelvic tilt, right? It doesn't need a six-pack. Even if you don't have a strong core, you can still tilt your pelvis to connect that low rib. Yeah. So important. All right, my turn for strap. <laughs> so this strap that I have is a little bit shorter than the one that I love. So there are different links and different brands and all of that sort of thing. So I can't do my absolute favorite, But when we have the straps and we're all doing our others, I'm going to show you the other one. Um, I use my strap for many, 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 many things. In fact, as much as I can. It's helping me with my press, um, which is super fun to get into. Um, also. Oh, Archer. <laughs> Can't reach it. So my hands don't come anywhere close. Why am I doing so much yoga today? My hands don't come anywhere close. But the strap just and you can grab it quick in a gloss, right? Sometimes they come close.
2: Today not so much. And um, there's also and days when you can do it and there's days like hands. you really have to work with a strap. Yes. So that's a really awesome one that
1: I love. Um, I wish I could have had more time, I would get my longer one. Um, there's a shoulder posture that really pulls your shoulders back and down and I do everything. It's my absolute favorite with the strap. You can, if you think about the way the body works, you know, and I like our posture. <laughs> as much as we want to, but actively engaging your traps and pulling them down it's not actually realigning your posture as much you're just working your traps actually so by using the strap and it doing it for you it starts to remind you of that shoulder roll and posture mm-hmm. um, but it's a really cool one so but it takes a bit to get into we'll play with it I wonder if this one will work let's see behind the back No, it's too small up and over the shoulders. Yep. Crisscross the back. I'm not going to sit on the block and we're just not, we're just going to not deal with having tiny little shorts on today. Okay. (laughs) So hold on. It's easier to do. That's it. We're doing it. Where's the big one? We're doing it guys.
0: Oh, man, my strap to come. I got a yoga wheel, two blocks, and a strap coming. I am excited. Oh, my God. I
1: a yoga wheel too, and my strap is actually not
2: here. And so he you drop it around way. the back and then pull. And we oh, should okay. get like a nice sequence with the block, with the straps, and all the props. No, that would be yeah. fun. Um. Okay. So take it down below your ribs.
1: Okay, yeah, put it there, and then up and over. Yep, and now crisscross. So take the right side to your left hand here, um, behind your back. So.
2: It is crisscross, okay. Ta, ta, ta. Perfect. It's like a perfect one whenever you want to practice and watching TV, right? So keep your posture. This right. to this one. And then it connects in front.
1: yeah like that yes
2: and now you can tie it you know what it actually it is exactly as the little spider you know that the years ago it was this this thing called maybe it wasn't in states in europe it was called spider it was uh this thing that you would put on right it's the same that i didn't oh, know that i, I love it, it a
1: lot. Yeah, I've seen little things like that do that. Um, I don't know what it's called, but I've seen that coming through on on like social media advertising a lot. But oh it feels so amazing. And then to like eat like that, your body's open, your esophagus is open oh, instead okay. of like uh, right.
2: <laughs>
1: yep, cool. How's that feel? Amazing. I love it. Right? <laughs>
2: mm-hmm
1: to get my longer one. So yeah, that's my favorite. That is my hands down. I put so many people in that, and they're like, oh, ah, and hang out in there for perfect five minutes. posture automatically. Perfect posture, yeah. And then you know, like your body gets that muscle memory, mm-hmm. right? So you hang out in it like five minutes a day, really starts to lift and roll your shoulders back. And did you know that there's a sixty-four percent increase in heart disease based on your posture? Yeah. So you have a 64 <laughs> then rolling your shoulders. 64% increase in getting heart disease based on the way your shoulders sit on your body. Is that not like the most madness like so go eat your snickers right enjoy it just do it with your shoulders back. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> Be a couch potato, but do it in a good right? quality way. <laughs> right? The, it's crazy. What, I mean these little things, but it makes sense. Right? Because we're rolling in or constricting the all of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my hands down favorite way. Nice. I can't wait to get one. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. It'll be fun to us.
3: Like hey, have you ever used a strap? Uh, no. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I, I have a lot of, of flexibility, so it's easy to me to do this kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Let me ask you a question. When so, you're doing yeah. like your deeper flexibility, like reaching your fingers or um, like other areas that you're flexible in, are you consciously engaging
3: certain muscles, or are you comfortable just being here? Um, I just well, I start to feel that muscles, and it's not. Uh, it's like loads movement. So I try to do all these things, like conscious of. What I'm doing, mm-hmm. and with the breathe so it's easier, and and I like it. So you do? do I like can, you? Yeah, I can. I enjoy it a lot. So I have a lot of flexibility. My hips, I really like. I have a good. I don't know how to say it. It's like open. Uh huh. So I can do a lot of this kind of movement, so.
1: Okay. So there's one thing that I get, I feel like that is not controversial, but one thing that can like deter a lot of people, right? Is that flexibility. And you see so many people using their flexibility rather than engaging muscles for stability. Um, And I feel like, Especially if you go on social media and just type in yoga. Like some of the stuff that we see is so much just open body flexibility, right? And that's genetics or past or history or whatever the case may be. But not always is that flexibility like joints wear out. You know what I mean? Like that's not but also many times
2: this flexibility is so misaligned that it's just horrifying you know if, if if you don't know if it's just a picture you don't know but when you know what is wrong what that person is like how how misaligned, misaligned are the hips or spine you know it's it's really yeah. dangerous and and that that Kind of flexibility goes when you're young in your 20s, you know, maybe here and there, but it will not get you. Uh, you I feel know, like a lot of
1: arthritis comes from yes. overuse yes. of joints and, and dropping into that flexibility, and over time, that's
2: um, a lot of injuries. Um, yeah,
1: so I was just curious yes. as to like the crosses that you go to and the cues that you know and that sort of thing, um, like how you. Because I'm not, like, I have moments of flexibility, and I know when I'm leaning into my flexibility, like, I'll go there, and then I'm like, okay, can I still engage the muscles that I want to be? I have a really open spine, and I can get really deep in the back then. Do I know if I'm doing it right? Mm, feels fine now, right? But, like, then I work to think, like, okay, what do I need to engage? So, I'm curious, like, having really amazing flexibility, like, how that... Is different from you know a lot of people that don't have. I don't really know what kind of question I'm asking. I'm just throwing it out
3: there. (laughs) For for me, it's uh, I just something that is really important when I I notice that the strength of the core is the the most important thing. So. I just want trying to do a lot of, of postures, but when you don't engage your core, mm. it's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's not like I was fucking
1: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely drop into that lower spine and hips for sure. If you're not strong in the core, or yeah. not, not strong in the core, but if you're not engaging the core.
3: That absolutely.
1: Yeah. What does that even mean, though? Engage your core. Like, how would you describe that to somebody? Anybody?
0: Danny? (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, I don't even... The first thing that came to mind was fart.
2: Oh! (laughs) I'll take this one. I want your (laughs) one. Well, for me, engage your core automatically means release the whole tension from your spine from your lower back just put it back put it up not on just on your joints you know on your bones okay, but with your muscles if you're teaching a gloss right so we yogis say the craziest things
1: right we'd say some randomly like what does that even mean and then you do it and you're like uh, uh. if you're teaching a gloss aside from the word engage your core how would you, like what cues would you use to help people know what you want them to do in that space? Uh, Other than fart. <laughs> <laughs> which also happens. It totally <laughs> happens, which is why I love Zoom, because you don't know that it happens.
2: So What's even, saying? you know, le- lengthen your spine, get tall, cold, cold, okay. stand proud. That automatically engage course to stand proud, to get that posture, you know, open up your chest, So, if someone's
1: standing tall, right, and they're getting taller, do you think, like, you know what I mean,
2: like, well, also, send your pubic bone forward. There you go. So, so pubic bone towards your mat, your tailbone towards your mat, pubic bone forward. It's automatically. You know, you have to engage that mass, that 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 core, and yeah. opening the chest. Right, um, putting your ribs in. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. just automatically everything. You know, that's why we use so many. Not only anatomy, anatomy. There you go. How <laughs> English,
3: anatomic, anatomic.
2: anatomical, <laughs> oh, you know what I'm talking about, language, anatomical, thank you,
1: That's
2: anatomical, because some students, that's their language, and when you say, you know, when you use muscles, when you use just science, it's clicks, but there are students that doesn't click there are students who you will understand their body when you say open up your heart and they do that and it doesn't matter what you say what matters is that they have information and the body understands it and just go into alignment so that's why i think the good teacher always use a lot of languages not only you know it it, it has to be this because especially if you have a class you have so many people that speaks different language yeah, I definitely
1: think cues are really important and, and very precise, right? Like, no doubt, this is what. And I feel like when people aren't really paying attention and they're kind of like in their own zone, and you're, they're going to not always hear your, your cues. Yeah. Um, some of the, the most amazing teachers I've ever practiced with, like, their cues are on point. Like, take your back thighs to your buttocks and down dog back thighs to buttocks oh shit <laughs> there it goes <laughs> you know what I mean like you you can those are <laughs> the <laughs> best yeah and then and then he says it three times right he'll just repeat it three times in case you missed it the first time here's what we got and they're so precise and so on point and I think that that's like an amazing like quality to know bodies so well um to just like nail a cue very simple very um fun but uh I don't know Danny how do you other than farting <laughs> you're cute. I love, we like teachers say the random things, right? And then, then that, that's like well, random. Like, I love it. Hear, exhale, part. Um, <laughs> uh, I would say draw
0: your belly button in.
1: Yeah.
0: Draw your belly button up and into your spine. Um, I mean, I would like to say knit your low ribs in. I don't know that I've used that in that yet, but that's something that kind of helps me just like think about that part of my body uh-huh yeah
2: i like to squeeze everything to midline when i first yeah. time heard that that was like oh man may squeeze everything into midline that automatically squeezes and you're getting uh, um, tall yeah. yeah yeah i also like that um i had pubic plate to low ribs
1: also that like because it'll pull your your tuck your tailbone Um, I love knitting lower ribs together, like, because I can imagine, like, tying a string and just whoop, (laughs) like, it really pulls it in. Um, And then also, yeah, navel in and up. Um, Yeah, I think those are, because sometimes, like, people just don't know, you know, like, especially if they're coming to yoga, they don't really know what it means to engage your core. Like especially if you don't even have a core. <laughs> like you don't have no idea what that even means. Like what does that entail? How do you engage your core? Yeah. So cues are freaking powerful. I love cues. My God. Coming to yoga, I realized
0: how weak my core was. And even in bodybuilding, I never really trained abs because I was like, I don't want a thick waist. I don't really yes. it. so I never really trained abs. I mean some like I would squeeze them, but like when I started doing yoga and triangle, I was like I literally cannot hold this up for one round of breath. I would like dump, go into my flexibility, dying in triangle. Oh my God. And I'm like, what is this yogi stuff? And I'm like, I'm, I was like, pissed. I was like, I hate this. And it's like, <laughs> a angle. I'm like, I'm actually mad at you. <laughs> yes,
2: It's so, oh, I so, love that you're saying that. <laughs>
1: like- I, I
2: got that so often
1: people like, look, look how strong, like, no man. Like, you know like it really matters in bodybuilding how it's shaped and don't do a lot of crap like you don't do a lot of abs in bodybuilding because what happens when you build a muscle it gets bigger what do we not want a big waist right so um yeah like that's really awesome bringing that up because i also got that quite often i was in yoga first um so i had to like stop training my obliques and stop doing triangles so i could didn't really work but um (laughs) yeah, it's crazy. Um, There's so much more to core than a six-pack abs. Oh, you forget that there's two layers, right? There's there's that, the one that holds us together, and then there's the one that looks cool. Like,
0: (laughs) rectus abdominis. Yeah. Down the front, transverse is the one that wraps all the way around.
2: Yeah, I would, I would always say, you know, I would always say that core will just help you go through life with dignity and strength. And it, it's all about core. Really, your spine, your, your, your back, everything is there, you know. The whole day for you to have your posture, you have to have your core. Yep. Even to sit in front of the computer in a posture, you know, not like this, it's a core. It's a delicate core, but still core. If you let it go, then everything collapses.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Look at the time. <laughs> this is gonna be the hardest part of this whole thing: is stopping. <laughs> like, no rules. No rules whatsoever. Like, um, I'm in midnight
2: slumber party. <laughs> <laughs> with stra- the straps and yoga blocks. Yes. Ah,
1: yen party. I'm in. I'm in. This I love it. Awesome. does Anybody have anything else to add before we, like, I don't want to switch gears unless, like, we want to, but.
2: Um... Well, it was great. It was great yeah. to talk yogis. Yes.
1: Mm. Yeah, day. I love
2: it. I love it. Should we own to close it out then?
1: There's nothing left to say. Yes, yeah. we should. <laughs> okay. I thought about doing it in the beginning, but I, I thought something—I don't know pranayama on the side. seemed quite fun. All right. Shall we? Inhale. Exhale. Inhale for om. Oh. May the light, the love, and the strength carry through his love and healings to all beings. Namaste. 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 Thank you, friends. Yes. Should we just like not teach you the process and just do this all the time instead?
2: Yes. <laughs>